You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart. As promised, let's bring in Aaron Wilson from the Houston Chronicle. Aaron, we know you have limited time, so we appreciate you making the time to join us again. Who do you think starting Thursday for the Texans? Deshaun Watson is being prepared to start Thursday night against the Bengals, and he participated fully in practice today. And continue to report when I've been reporting for days that he is going to be the guy. Unless it swells up overnight, which is not anticipated, everything went fine today, then Deshaun Watson will make his NFL starting debut Thursday night, and they're not going to flip-flop. I know Bill O'Brien didn't want to make it official or make any announcement. He doesn't have to under the rules, but Deshaun Watson is the guy, and you know we'll see how it goes. I think that it was a really strange situation because no one anticipated the offensive line, even without Dwayne Brown being quite that bad, giving up 10 sacks. And with the style of play of Tom Savage being a little bit deliberate in the pocket on the ball and be fairly immobile, it's almost out of necessity and the future because Deshaun Watson, obviously, you know, with them having their investment of him, a couple first-round picks with the trade to Cleveland, he's the guy. So they have accelerated the timetable. And I wouldn't say it's necessarily fair to Tom. You know, he had some drop passes. He was very accurate. He didn't really do anything wrong other than holding the ball. It wasn't like there was a ton of, you know, plays where you could say, oh, this guy is making a mental mistake. But he does hold the ball too long. And the offensive line is just terrible right now. And unless they play a lot better, it's not going to really matter much who's the guy. Calais Campbell and company on that defensive line for Jacksonville, uh, I think they just play really fast. I don't know who could have gotten the ball out of their hand quick enough playing against that defense on this past uh, Sunday. But with saying that, you're right. Coach doesn't have to declare who's a starter. I mean, there's no rules saying he has to, which means now I give the opposing team defense more to prepare for. But when you hear Bill, Bill O'Brien mention that there's a four-play difference between Deshaun Watson and uh, Tom Savage, how much are you buying that? Because I think Deshaun Watson imposes a threat that no other quarterback that I've seen through come through uh, come through the Houston Texans organization. Uh, I've never seen that before from a standpoint of being able to get out on the perimeter or make plays with his feet. But how much are you buying that there's only a four-play difference between the two quarterbacks? Yeah, I'd love to hear him how he defines that too. To, to, you know, to get into more detail. In my opinion, you no, know, I'm in lockstep with you because. He has the ability to escape, to improvise, to throw on the run, to make plays out of nothing. Tom has, you know, some ability to elude, you know, and, and to throw against his body. He has a lot of arm strength, but you need a creator back there when you have, you know, this terrible line. And Deshaun, you know, he had a touchdown pass in his first NFL game. I remember covering Eli Manning against the Ravens way back when he was a rookie. He had a zero passer rating. I think he'll only get better. This isn't the ceiling for Deshaun Watson. I believe this is the basement. He'll get better. He'll improve. And he does a nice job protecting himself. He doesn't take a ton of hard hits. He can slide. He protects himself. He's a smart young man. He knows the playbook very well. He's really precocious. Cordell, I think we're seeing the beginning of a quarterback that's going to be very good in this league. I'm just curious to see how quickly he develops. But, yeah, it, with this situation, you have to go with him. There's just not a lot of choice. 
Talking Texans football with our friend Aaron Wilson from the Houston Chronicle. You mentioned the absence of Dwayne Brown. Clearly the Texans missed him on the offensive line. He wants more money. This is a holdout now pushing into week two. Any news connected to Brown? No, no news with Dwayne Brown. And yeah, that they haven't really communicated and, you know, had a whole bunch of interaction. They're not in a negotiation at all. And they you know, it's status quo. He'll miss his second game of the season. He's now up to over a million dollars in lost game checks out of his, you know, $9.4 million salary. So uh, for Dwayne, this has become a very expensive holdout and over $1.5 million in fines. And he's also been docked to for uh, this uh, de-escalator clause for skipping the whole offseason. And, you know, yes, he shouldn't be the 11th paid tackle in the NFL, but, you know, he's over, he's on the wrong side of 30. They don't negotiate deals with two years left of the your name is Andre Johnson or JJ Watt down here. And, you know, it, it might not be the ideal situation at all, but he's going to have to make a decision at some point. Well, when do I want to come back? If I want to play this year, he said, uh, I asked him the question when he was in town for some hurricane Harvey release event and he was there with his wife, and he said, I definitely want to play football this year. I take him at his word. I believe Dwayne very much wants to play, but he also believes in his principles, and he's a man of uh, his you know, word and his convictions, and he, I give him credit. It takes a lot of guts to hold out for what you believe in and to miss games, but whether that's going to get him any kind of reward other than respect, I don't think so. I don't see a compromise in sight. When it comes to the quarterback position there in Houston, when will Bill O'Brien uh, get into the conversations of, you know, is what he's doing good enough? Because he's going through a multitude of quarterbacks. I think right now, going into this season, I think he was, what, 14 quarterbacks since he got there. Now it's, what, maybe 15 quarterbacks now? Uh, and, right. and you're going to have, what, what, 10 some starters for injury, total? Some for performance, yep. Right, and, and all of, it's always the thing of, you know, the quarterbacks weren't good enough. When is it going to become a time in which – the conversation and narrative changes that the complex conversation we have about his offenses now have become something that has just gotten to the point where can any quarterback play well in that system right. that he has? Right. Can and, and I don't think it's exactly a carbon copy of what Tom Brady does in New England where they're asking exactly the same things, but it is based on some of those principles, some of those concepts that they do in New England. It doesn't really feel that complicated, though, when you watch it to the point where a quarterback with skill couldn't run it. One of the better statistical performances that I've seen in the O'Brien era was Brian Hoyer. I believe he had 22 touchdowns and seven picks before he melted down in the playoff game a couple weeks after a pretty bad concussion and just played awful and to the point where you know he, that ran him out of town, ran himself out of town. That worked. And he, Hoyer's not a quarterback of a lot of you know physical talent. And so, yes, it can work at times. That probably seems like ancient history because it's a couple years ago. The Brock Osweiler thing, I don't really blame him for that. Brock is an organizational mistake, never should have been you know, signed, and he you know, was just terrible and didn't go along with Bill either. When I look back at the first year, I say, okay, well, you didn't really have a lot to work with. You had Ryan Fitzpatrick, Ryan Mallett, you know, none of those guys really, other than Fitzpatrick for one season with the Jets, was considered a world beater. This is the first time, and I'll judge him on this, how do you do with some real talent? With Deshaun Watson, national championship winner, All-American, first-round draft pick. 
if you make things happen with him, then I think he can, you know, kind of rebuild his reputation as the quarterback whisperer. But right now, no, yes, and you know, you can't say he's making quarterbacks much better in a lot of cases. I also think you got to look at the general manager at Rick Smith. This offensive line, even without Dwayne Brown, they have yet to really address it much. You know, Nick Martin picking him in the second round last year, that was a good pick. I think he's going to be good, but you have missed on Xavier Suofilo. You haven't put a lot of other draft picks into the offensive tackle position. So you really you failed to build a line. And that's a critical element in this quarterback thing, the protection. Aaron, great information as always. We know it's a busy day for you, so thanks so much for giving us a few minutes again on the NFL on TuneIn. Thanks, guys. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on TuneIn. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on TuneIn.